Welcome to the Breakthrough and Bloom podcast. My name is Kelsey Marks, and I am your host and your Breakthrough BFF. My mission in the world is to help women who are interested in spirituality really, truly understand who they are at the core of their being, guiding them through the process of healing themselves and really honing into what it means to be human. I intend to be an open channel to allow insights to flow in that help you break through to the next level of who you were always meant to be. With these conversations, we're going to shift some perspectives, okay? And we're going to give you a new way to live the life that you live, allowing the opportunity to truly manifest what it is that you desire. So if you're looking to break through to the next level of who you are, to live the life of your dreams, and to gain a deeper understanding of spiritual topics, well, you have come to the right place. And I know we're going to have so much fun together, and I am beyond excited to have these conversations with you. So let's go ahead and get started, shall we? Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode here at Breakthrough in Bloom. And today we've got a special topic that I've actually, I've been diving into more recently myself. And I think that this episode today is going to be such a good reminder or mindset shifter to help you really find and cultivate balance in your relationships with others and start building really meaningful relationships, not only with others, but with yourself as well. And while there are many aspects that go into this, into cultivating a healthy space for relationships, um, not only with yourself, but with others, I wanted to go into one area specifically in this. And in the future, I'll, I'll most likely get into other aspects, but I wanted to touch on this one because it's kind of a biggie for me at least. And I think it's important to start with, which is really acknowledgement, specifically in conversations that are less than pleasant or maybe are even a little heated. And I know I say the most thing about a lot of the most important thing about a lot of things is acknowledgement. And honestly, it's because acknowledgement quite frankly, is the base and really the most important thing with a lot of aspects of who we are and and how we live our lives. The number one thing I want you to remember is that where your attention goes, neuro firing flows. So what I mean by this is that what you focus on, your brain is basically building like these little pathways that say, hey, this thought is worth having. Let's keep having it. So it's like paving a a road in your brain that every time you focus on something, you have a repeating thought, you think the same things, you're looking at the same things. That little road, it becomes a little bigger and it becomes a little bit stronger and it becomes a little bit more defined until it becomes the preferred and automatic way to go. And just because you've had an old way of thinking, believing, or viewing the world, it doesn't mean that you're screwed, okay? (laughs) Because as humans, we have this super cool thing called neuroplasticity. And what that basically means is that you can pave these new metaphorical roads in your brain to have attention and energy flow easier to different ways of thinking, different ways of perceiving, different ways of functioning cognitively. 
And once that road starts getting utilized more, what happens to the old road is that it gets smaller and smaller until it's no longer the preferred method or even a method that gets used at all. But in order to change that path, you have to become the you have to become aware of the path that you're currently on or the path that's currently the default neural network. And how do you do that? Well, it's by acknowledging what is your thoughts, right? Where is your mind going? What are you focusing on? What is easy to think about versus difficult to kind of maybe do in your life? Okay, so acknowledgement. Why is this the key in maintaining balance in relationships? And how is this going to help build more meaningful and deeper connections with others? I'm going to answer this, obviously, (laughs) but I want to point out something first that's going to help you see why acknowledgement is so important. And keep this in mind, in conversations with others, we are all basically expressing needs. And I don't mean needs in the sense of like, I need you to do this, or I need a coffee, or I need a new car. What I mean is on like a deeper level, not a need by like an action or a strategy or something, like a way of being or something like that. I'm meaning a need by like the innate and human desires that we have, what all people experience, like all beings want to be happy. And what happiness looks like, it differs from me to you from person to person, and even from day to day, honestly. But at the root, it's an attempt to meet our needs. And these needs are like, to feel included, to feel loved, to feel worthy, to feel heard, to feel appreciated, to feel worthy you know, these deep human desires that we all have, like we all want to be loved, we all want to be included, we all want to be heard, we all want to be valued and respected. And granted, the way that that looks for each of us is a little bit different. But at the root at the core is a need that we are all asking for in conversations with one another. And it may look different. And we may all ask in different ways. But at the core of what we are doing and saying and how we are behaving is based on one of these innate human needs that we all have. It's not a need based on things in the material world. And it's not even a need necessarily on the how, like that's a strategy. So when I say needs, I want you to think about that like deep desire behind what people say, what you say. For example, like if I was to say, I feel attacked, what I mean could be that I don't feel appreciated, or maybe I don't feel heard. Or if you say you never listen to me, you could be meaning that you just don't feel heard or that you don't feel cared for or that you feel a little bit neglected. Like it could mean different things. And that's why I wanted to start here because If we can remember that in conversations like this, that everyone is asking for something in a way of a deep desire of like connection to others, because when we feel loved, when we feel heard, when we feel valued, when we feel worthy, we're we're connected to others, right? And that's what is happening at the real like deep level of conversations like this. And even in heated conversations too, it's there. And if we don't stay in our awareness, if we don't acknowledge not only how we truly feel at our core, our desires, our 
base needs, then we can say things in a way that are attacking or maybe not really what we mean. You know, you ever say things in conversations and then you think about it later and you regret the way that it came out. And that's because we're not staying in the awareness or the acknowledgement of how we are truly feeling and what it is we are asking for, right? What are we really needing in that moment? And this goes both ways, right? It goes, we have, I have this need, you have this need, we all have needs. And fights, they happen at the level of strategies. You know, the how do I get this need met instead of the actual need, thinking that the only way that that need could be fulfilled is the strategy or the way that you have in your mind. And if someone else doesn't agree with that, you know, here's here's the argument, here's the clashing, right? Because we're not working together. We're kind of on two separate ends of the pole. And and think of it this way, when we're in an argument, how often are you thinking about what you want versus what someone else wants? For example, like maybe you want to stay in tonight and your partner wants to go out with friends. And maybe your partner says like, we always stay in. How come you never want to go out with our friends? And you might feel a little bit attacked, right? And you might snap back and say like, I had a long day at work. I'm tired and I don't know why this is such a big deal with you. And you can see how this can like start to spiral and turn into like a really heated argument and maybe an argument that you've had multiple times before, not really getting you anywhere. And everyone involved kind of feels upset and not heard and ends up not really getting any need filled. But if we can go deeper, if we can acknowledge that need that's underlying the actions, that's underlying the ass, that's underlying the comments taken, if we can look at the why we want what we want and at both sides, then less conflict will follow. Because at the end of the day, especially with people we love, we're empathetic to others. We're empathetic to others' needs because we can understand them. And why is because these needs, the needs I'm talking about, they're universal. We all have the same core innate human needs and values and desires. We all want to be appreciated. We all want to be heard. We all want to be loved. And we might have different ways in which we find ourselves getting fulfilled for those needs. But at the core, they're the same needs. So like example two is like love languages. Some people like gift giving. Some people like touch. Some like quality time. But at the root of that is love, right? It's just different ways that it's being expressed. But at the root, we can all agree that we love to love others. We love to receive love. We love to give love. And that's what we want. And the way that we do it looks different. And that's why I'm saying acknowledgement is key in cultivating balance in relationships and honestly depth in them as well is because then you can see past the strategy of it and you can understand, oh, I am empathetic to this because I can understand what they're asking for because I also look for this, fulfill this myself, have this need met other, other ways, right? And if you could take the time to acknowledge the need under your own asks and take the time to acknowledge the needs under someone else's asks, then you're connecting on a deeper level because honestly, it requires vulnerability to be open to someone about a core value like that. And it also requires empathy on our part to connect and understand like, oh, okay, I get it. I have that need too. Maybe I feel it in a different way, but at the end, I can understand that you have that need of being heard, of being 
appreciated, of having space, of being loved, because I feel that too. And to build on this further, when someone is taking the time to be open and vulnerable with you, just acknowledge their experience, okay? If someone has the capacity to tell you like, hey, what you did hurt me, or even if they didn't say it that polite, <laughs> maybe they lashed out like, I can't believe you did that, like, fuck you. They both mean the same thing, right? Like, you hurt me. If someone is telling you that in their experience, in a certain situation, they felt so-and-so, or they perceived something in such-and-such such of a way, acknowledge the fact that it is, in fact, the way in which they have experienced it. And not in the sorry you feel that kind of way, kind of way, because that's devaluing it. That's not acknowledging that you understand that they are in pain based on the way that they have experienced a situation. And just because you didn't experience it that way doesn't mean that you can devalue or invalidate the fact that someone is having an experience, a perception of something in a certain way. And the thing to remember too is that everyone has their own unique lives that they're going through. And this has shifted and shaped them and molded them into the person that they are today. And that also plays into the way in which they perceive situations. You can have two people that have the same exact thing happen to them and they're going to perceive it totally different based on their beliefs, their thoughts, their past experiences. And that's why I'm saying just acknowledge the fact that if someone is saying this is how I am perceiving something, that is true for them, right? It's true for them. It may not be true for you, but it is true for them. And you can't say to them, no, that's not true. You don't know that. You're not in their body. You don't know what it means to feel the things that they're feeling. You don't know how it feels to perceive a situation in the way that they did. And if you immediately get into defense mode too, where you're saying like, that's not what I meant. Don't take it that way. That's bypassing their feelings. And it, it doesn't matter at the end of the day, if you didn't mean something in a certain way, if someone didn't interpret it that way, you can't say, well, that's not what I meant. Get over it. You can say like, I didn't mean for it to come out that way. That was not my intention. I would love to understand more as to how it was perceived this way so that I cannot do that in the future, right? That's a lot nicer and a lot more like meaningful and and compassionate to say it that way like oh I didn't realize that that's not how I perceived that I would love to know how that happened in your perspective so then I can understand better so I can not do something like that in the future because if you genuinely care about someone you're going to want to you know not have tumultuous conversations and relationships with them right you'll like you'll want to know and I'm not saying you have to change the way that you interact with people and like walk on eggshells and things like that but I'm saying like get compassionate about others and that maybe the way they're perceiving something just needs a little bit of guidance to understand that hey maybe they did overreact a little bit or maybe they are misinterpreting or maybe they are misunderstanding and just taking the time to get on the same page is going to be invaluable, right? That's going to create the depth. That's going to create the connection. It's going to show that you care because you're taking the time to not only 
clarify your intention behind your actions, but also taking the time to understand the inner workings of someone else. And that's going to connect you on a deeper level. It's just going to. And I get it. In relationships, it, it can get really messy sometimes. And to get past like arguments like that to heal relationships, you need to acknowledge that their pain, it makes sense. Like end of the day that it, it just makes sense that they're feeling it. Whether or not you understand exactly how they got there or even agree with the fact that they did get there, just acknowledge to them that the pain makes sense. It makes sense that you are experiencing pain because I understand based on your perception of reality, that's how you're perceiving it. That's how it's happening in your inner world. And if you want to know how they got there, then just ask them. Like, I would love to know what I did or what I I said that caused you to feel angry, sad, unheard, etc. So I can better understand. So then you can have healthier conversations going forward. And to truly acknowledge someone else in a conversation, you don't want to immediately defend good intentions either. All this is going to do is make someone feel unheard and misunderstood. Like when this happens, we close up, right? If you tell someone, hey, what you did hurt me, and they say, well, I didn't mean it that way. Don't take it personally. You're going to like clam up. Literally just thinking about it makes me retreat, right? Like, okay, great. You you didn't mean it, but that doesn't change the fact that I still feel this way. And the fact you're shutting it off makes me feel even shittier, right? Like I came to you and told you that what you did hurt me and you're just like, well, fuck you basically, right? Like how less likely am I going to want to tell you how I feel and how much more less likely am I going to want to continue hanging out with you because A, you made me feel like shit, but then we can't even like reconcile it after. Like, you see what I'm getting there? Like, even if, even if you had the best intentions in what you were doing and it wasn't out of malice and you were doing it out of love, if you still hurt me by saying, well, I didn't mean it, get over it. That just invalidates the fact that my experience is a, is a thing that I'm experiencing, right? You see what I'm getting at here? And as much as you want to do this for others, you can't forget to do this to yourself as well. So like, just acknowledge that you feel a certain way, right? And acknowledge why, why do I feel this way? Like what, what is that deep core need that isn't being fulfilled? Because when you take the time to see what it is that you're truly asking for and what like at the root isn't being fulfilled that you're that you are asking for then you can approach the conversation in a way that's better informing others what you need because we cannot read each other's minds we cannot guess what's going on in each other's inner worlds and like yes it is vulnerable to share that with someone because there are times that people are going to say, no, I can't do that for you, right? Like there, there's going to be times where needs cannot be met. And that's when we have to have these, these tools and these abilities and these acknowledgements to know that not all of the needs that we ask for will be met externally. But we can meet them internally for ourselves. We can give ourselves the time of day to listen to ourselves, right? If we're not feeling heard. We can give ourselves self-love if we're not feeling it externally we can give ourselves those needs as well granted it's it's different and it's beautiful to experience it externally but if you're looking externally only for needs to be met 
you're going to find yourself disappointed a lot because other people need to meet their own needs as well, right? They can't be putting themselves aside just for you and you can't be putting yourself aside just for others. You have to be able to fulfill your own needs, right, at the same time and and understand that just because someone else isn't able to reciprocate something for you right away, it doesn't mean that, like, you're not worthy of it. It just means that they're not at a capacity in order to do that for you right now. And if the people you're with are good, empathetic human beings who genuinely care about you, they're going to hear you when you do share your vulnerabilities and they're going to understand and they're going to be willing to figure it out with you. And one easy way to make sure that you are on the same wavelength in conversations too is to acknowledge, literally, (laughs) the conversation like acknowledge in the conversation. It seems that like I'm feeling X, Y, and Z way because of so-and-so. And it seems that you're feeling X, Y, and Z way because of so-and-so, right? Like you can acknowledge in the conversation of like, wait, is this, is this accurate how I'm feeling? This is how I'm feeling. And is this accurate how you're feeling? And you don't want to tell someone what they're feeling. Like, oh, you're feeling mad. Like, You wouldn't want someone to tell you how you're feeling, right? But when you ask someone, then you're making sure you're on the same wavelength. And then you're also allowing someone to correct you if you're wrong. You're allowing people to feel validated, to feel cared for, to be seen and heard. Just just think of it that way. Like if you were expressing yourself and then someone in the conversation, it just kind of seems like you weren't on the same wavelength You would feel really validated if they were like, I'm trying to understand, is this what you're feeling? And then you're able to correct them or you're able to confirm for them, right? Like that's going to help you so much more than someone being like, oh, you're mad. And you'd be like, no, I'm not mad. I'm actually sad, right? And that that helps build the connection because you're truly understanding each other and what's going on in the conversation, in the relationship. It's just about acknowledging how someone is feeling, including yourself, and that their experience is their experience and your experience is your experience. And it's valid for everyone based on our perspectives, on our conditionings, on our beliefs to have the experiences that we're having. Just acknowledge the fact that the pain exists for someone, right? And that it makes sense for them to have it because of the fact of who they are and what's going on in their inner world. And you might not get it, And that's fine because you haven't lived their life. You haven't walked in their shoes. You don't have the same exact experience as them. You don't have their brain, their brain chemistry. You don't have their their neural patterns, right? And and when you take the time to express your point of view in situations, just do it in a non-attacking way. Like for me, this is my experience. And take ownership too in the way in which you are experiencing it and do take ownership in the way in which you did express yourself before. And it's not necessarily like apologizing, but just taking ownership in the way that you did express. So like, yeah, you know what? I did do that. Right. I understand that you feel such and such of a way when I, when I do this. And it's not like saying, Oh, I'm never going to do it again, but you can Like, or like, no, I didn't do that. Like straight denial of it too. Like I didn't do that just because you took it that way. Like you can say like, okay, I understand that you felt that way when I do this. I get that. 
And when you when you get it out in the open, you can see both sides of the situation. And then you can either reinforce the meaning that you had behind the, your intention, and you can do it in a positive way. Or you can choose to change the way that you approach the situation in the future for them if you if you want to. You don't have to change the way that you interact with people unless you want to. You want to meet the middle ground. And there's a way of being empathetic with people too that's not immediately just like agreeing with them. Like you can show someone you understand how they feel and what matters to them without agreeing or supporting the actions that don't align with your values. Right? You can you can tell someone like, oh, I understand that you feel this way. And that's not saying like I'm gonna stop doing it or I'm going to, you know, allow you to do so and so because you're feeling this way. You know what I mean? It's just just acknowledging the fact like I understand that you feel this way. And then you can continue on the conversation of whether or not there's gonna be some boundaries set or some expectations changed, whatever it is. Like we can be compassionate without having to agree or fully understand. You can understand that someone might be feeling something. It's like saying, I can't know exactly how you feel, right? Because I'm like, I'm in my body. (laughs) You're in your body. But I care about what's happening inside of that body for you. And I'm willing to take the time to understand. So then we can connect deeper, right? We can have a healthier relationship. And there's a give and take in relationships, obviously. And when someone takes the time to express their needs with us, we get the chance to find common ground between both of us and find a solution that works. And if we do come to like an impasse where it's like, no, like there's, there's no way that we can both have our needs met in a sufficient way in this, you at least have the understanding as to why, right? Like you have the closure as to why you're at an impasse or a relationship just like isn't moving forward a friendship's kind of ending type thing and another thing i want to say too is when you're doing this approaching a conversation from a point of like i want to understand both sides it's important you're not doing the yeah but like have you ever noticed that you do that or other people do that and and what i mean by this is you know when you agree with what a person is saying And like you're acknowledging it and then you say, but this and this and this. What happens is you're immediately turning it away from them and how they're feeling and you're bringing it back to your own needs. And this can make someone feel unheard, unseen, unvalidated, that their feelings aren't really being like considered. So for example, say that you say, I want to go out tonight and I want to see our friends after a long week of work. And your partner is like super tired and they say, I don't want to go out tonight and that they're not feeling up to it. So imagine that you say, I really want to go out tonight. It's been so long since we've seen our friends and I just want to like let loose after a long week. And your partner says, yeah, I hear you, but I'm just like so tired, just totally wiped out. I just don't think I can do it. Like, how does that make you feel? Right? Like, even though they said, yeah, I hear you, that like, but statement that came after just kind of like negated all of it. Like, yeah, I hear you, but I don't really care, right? It comes back to what you need, right? Like if someone's saying, yeah, but you're going from them back to you, right? And it makes it seem that like, that's the end all be all. That's the only solution. 
That's what happens when you throw the yeah, but <laughs> statement in there. It could be okay, but sure. Whatever. It could be like, okay, I get it, but too bad, <laughs> right? Like, it's it's all the same thing. When you say, like, a but after a statement, what happens is you you are actually negating whatever you just said. <laughs> like, if you say, I love you, but when you do this, that means I don't love you when you do that. Like, that fucking sucks, right? Like, don't put the but statement. We don't want to invalidate people. <laughs> so keep an eye on when you feel like throwing a but in your statement. Instead, just pause, right? And I think this might be kind of helpful in situations like the one I, I had said about going out. If you're on opposite ends of someone else with a desire, start by stating how you feel. Like, I feel like going out to see our friends tonight. Then shift to how they might be feeling. Like, you want to stay in tonight because you're tired, right? And it's important to ask, too. We don't want to, like, tell someone how they're feeling. So if they say, like, yeah, I'm I'm just super tired, then you can, like, move forward in this little dance of of conversation i see it like a little like four step type thing like the first step is like here's how i feel the second step is here's how you feel and then once we're in alignment like yep that's accurate then you take the next step of the dance and then you can say like what's important to you and you can be like it seems like what's important to me is quality time with friends today and then you can take the next little step in the dance where it's like what is important to you in this and you can be like and it seems like for you it's important to stay at home and unwind it's, is that right am I on the right page here and like they say yeah just want to stay home okay now you can see that there's a desire right your desire is to spend quality time with friends and their desire is just, just stay at home okay where can you meet in the middle there where is there a compromise that could happen like, could we invite the friends over and do takeout on a game night? Can we just have the friends stop by for a glass of wine and a chat? Right? Like, that could be a happy middle ground. Or maybe it is that, okay, I'll go out and you'll stay home. Like, as long as everyone's in agreement with that. Not in, like, a bad way of, like, that's fine. I'm going to go out. You stay home then. Like, you know what I mean? We don't. We want to be in agreement and if we can't find a compromise let's like make sure everyone is cool with the fact that we're doing separate things maybe someone doesn't care at all and like go ahead do your own thing i'm kind of using this scenario where like you both want to spend time with each other but you also have different desires with this do you, do you get what i'm kind of saying there's like a dance there's a how am i feeling how are you feeling are we on the same page cool what do i want what do you want deep core wise not beyond like what we think we want to do strategy wise but like what's the need underneath and then where is there a compromise in between that both needs could be met right and you might be thinking like oh my god this is like too much for a conversation i'm not going to be able to remember all of this but honestly it's like it's not <laughs> when you're present in your body when you're present in the moment when you're present in the situation it just like flows right when you're acknowledging how you feel and you're taking the time to acknowledge how someone else feels it's just gonna flow right because you're you're taking the time to just like basically narrate what you're seeing and then that allows you to have a clearer perspective of the opportunity for things to have a happy medium to have common ground to have resolution and if we can find that common ground with others by acknowledging 
how we're feeling, how they're feeling, what's going on, it makes it so much easier. Like, how helpful is it (laughs) if someone isn't taking the time to find, like, the common ground and they're just, like, telling you what's wrong with you, right? Instead of being like, oh, okay, I, I understand this is what you're experiencing, right? Like, how helpful would it be if I was like, you never want to go out. You're always tired. What's wrong with you, right? <laughs> Versus hearing like, oh, okay, you're you're tired today. Let's find a happy medium, right? And just being conscious of needs, both for yourself and for others, it's like such a positive thing here. It's It's telling us what we want versus what we don't want. And when we know what we want, we have clarity, right? Being aware and acknowledging all of this gives us the clarity to make better decisions, to find resolutions. Like imagine trying to figure out where to go to eat and your your friend says, I don't want Chinese. I don't want American. I don't want Italian. I don't want sandwiches. I don't want pasta. I don't want soups. Like, it's like, well, what the hell do you want? <laughs> right? Like, what do you want? And that's what being conscious and being being aware in these conversations does. It goes from saying what I don't want, what I don't want, what I don't want, to what do we want? What's at the core? And the last thing I want to add on this too is that we just need to be like present in situations before we understand anything. Like we need to be like paying attention in in these co- types of conversations and these types of interactions both to what's going on within us, right? Like we need to pay attention to how we're feeling on what's going on inside our inner world, on the needs that are rising up for us to be asking for or to be acting a certain way about, but also paying attention to those around us. It's like when you're telling a story to someone And they grab their phone and they go on it. That's like a slap in the face, right? Like you're mid-conversation and this person just picks up their phone. And they're not even paying attention anymore. Like, oh, clearly you don't want to listen. So you must not really care. And that's what I'm saying. Like being present. You don't want to like (laughs) start zoning out or not really listening, right? Even if you're not picking up a phone. Because that is rude, but even if you're not picking up a phone mid-conversation, if you stop listening to someone else, if you stop getting curious about what their experience is like, you're not listening anymore, right? When it's when you're in a conversation where you're bringing it back to yourself constantly of like, okay, I'm feeling this way, I'm feeling this way. Okay, you, you that, but me this, right? You're not really listening, And it's really simple. We don't pay attention to things we don't care about. And we don't care about things we don't pay attention to. So if you want people to feel like you care about them, pay attention to them when they speak. And I think that this is all (laughs) that my brain has today on this topic, which I know is kind of a lot. (laughs) (laughs) but uh summarize it real quick awareness acknowledgement being honest with how you feel and taking the time to be become aware of how others are feeling is going to be just like instrumental pivotal in building stronger connections with others with yourself 
and just feeling really balanced in the way that you communicate with others and feeling really grounded and feeling like these needs are able to be met in such a simpler and easier way. And as always, if you have found this episode helpful, make sure to leave a review, leave a comment on the podcast. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, wherever you're at, leave me a review. Leave me a comment. I'd love to know what you love about this episode. It helps me know what you guys like, what you want more of, and and also it helps the podcast get out there to more amazing people just like you. And just in case no one has told you this today, I am proud of you. You're doing amazing, sweetie. And I love you. I love you. I love you. And I'll catch you in the next one.